Hey everybody, thanks for checking out this episode of My First Sketch at MyFirstSketch.com. I'm Josh Hyam. As always, feel free to subscribe to the show on iTunes and get it automatically. Make it easy on yourself. You can like the podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MyFirstSketch. Any questions or comments, anything at all, you can feel free to email MyFirstSketchPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow me personally on Twitter at Josh High False. Today's guest is Courtney Painter, currently a member of Jortney and Coley with Courtney and Jolie and Barbara Bush. That second one's a lot easier to say. Her first sketch is called Myrtle and was originally performed for Iron Sketch Battle Water a couple years ago. Courtney reads Myrtle the Mermaid, future guest Tom Hannigan reads for Chucky, and I do any visual information. So let's go to the sketch. Uh, Myrtle the mermaid is a freshwater mermaid who is saltwater intolerant. She sits on a rock in the middle of the lake dreaming of being an ocean mermaid. Sing song to the tune of Part of Your World. Look at this place. This lake is so beat. Sometimes I wish that Lake Erie would be something a mermaid like me could call exciting. Chucky, sewer maintenance guy, walks on cleaning up trash. Saltwater allergies are uncommon, I'm told, among other mermaids, so I'm all alone, sitting around in this lake, praying for other mermaids like me. Chucky notices Myrtle and acts like he's caught, rolls eyes and mouths fuck in a completely annoyed way, politely waves. I want to be where the mermaids are. I want to swim in the salty waters, splashing around without my skin flaking off around me. Peels skin and flakes off around her. Come on, Myrtle. I just cleaned up there. Weak swimming skills won't get me too far. My fear of drowning is paralyzing, so I hang on this rock with my floaties. Myrtle grabs Chucky as he walks by to catch herself from falling in the water. Wipes gunk all over him. Chucky tries hard to shake her off. Other mermaids do have more fun, but I get to sing songs all day long with my best friend, Big Mouth Billy, who also can't swim. Don't press that button! Big Mouth Billy sings. What would I give if I could live in a big ocean? What would I pay to spend a day with mermaid friends? Betcha Etsy, my man Chucky, wouldn't have to skim out all the sewage. Chucky freezes and points to himself confused. Clean sea living in my kingdom with our sea animal slaves. Myrtle, we're not dating. I'm married with three kids. Motions at Myrtle with his thumb, makes the crazy motion with his hands by his head. When will the cure for my allergies come so Chucky won't pretend Lake Erie is the Atlantic Ocean? Uh, it's the Atlantic Ocean of the Midwest? No rash for me, freshwater free, an ocean mermaid. Myrtle throws hands in the air, falls off rock into the water, and starts to drown. Chucky looks, shrugs, and walks off. (laughs) 
Hey, Courtney. Hi, Josh. Uh, so tell me where this idea came from. Um, I really like Disney movies, and I'm like a Disney nerd, and I had to write a sketch around water for Iron Sketch, which is what this sketch was in, um, and the first thing I thought of was The Little Mermaid. And I was like, what would be funny? A mermaid allergic to water. And a garbage mermaid. Yeah, garbage mermaid, mostly. Uh, okay, so that means that we did the same Iron Sketch a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Iron Sketch, water. Um, you won that show. Not that I'm bitter <laughs> or angry at all. Um, so, th and this was your first experience writing sketch com or performing sketch comedy. Yeah, this was the first sketch that I wrote and then performed. Um, so what got you in, what was your comedy fandom growing up? Like, what were you watching? Um, I grew up, I mean, I feel like it's the same thing as everyone else. Like, I was really into Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. um, my mom has a really unique sense of humor in that she really likes when people are hurt or embarrassed. Um, so I grew up watching, like, Candid Camera and America's Funniest Home Videos and... <laughs> Uh, like everyone did, but like my mom really loves the like <laughs> the 50 falls in 10 seconds thing and just like watching people fall down the With stairs. With Bob Saget like, doing weird characters uh, over all of them. Oh my gosh, my mom loves it, eats it all up. So it's fun just to like watch that and then also watch her watching it and just like <laughs> laughing. You're just like, oh man, this show was made for this lady. Uh, um, and then like what era of Saturday Night Live were you into? Did you first start? watching um probably will ferrell like okay. when I, like and then like who would be your favorite cast member all time um, will ferrell okay <laughs> um any particular reason any particular sketches like that I, jump out at you i don't know my brothers and i just used to always um we just used to always quote like Will Ferrell stuff and I feel like yeah I feel like I'm like so boring with like like what I grew up on Will like Ferrell that's is, like what everyone says it's fine um, not everyone a couple of people but not everyone yeah I don't know I well so okay so like there are like a few things like I really loved Will Ferrell growing up and that was just because it was like something like uh my brothers are very close and I have a sister too but like I'm I always wanted to like be mm -hmm. in on like their jokes because my sister's like older than us and like thinks that she's better than everyone she doesn't now but <laughs> she did at the time and so I like always wanted to be like close with my brothers but they always had like their things that they did but like uh like Will Ferrell was, was kind of the, like the connecting factor right. like we could all like we everyone we could, agreed on Will Ferrell mm -hmm, and we could all just like quote him to each other but like I watched I really love um Amy Sedaris, mm -hmm. uh, and I really loved Strangers with Candy. Okay. I loved, I loved her character on that. Like I just, it, but it like always grossed my brothers out. So it was like <laughs> a thing that like I couldn't watch it with them. But I was like, it was like my secret like guilty pleasure. Like, uh, I think was it Amy Sedaris's? I think Dave Letterman said that she he was like one of her like that Amy Sedaris was one of his favorite people in the world. And like whenever he had an open spot on the show, like. She was one of the first people to come and get called to do it just because she could be so weird and so bizarre. Yeah. And, like, 
She but. is so, yeah, she really is just like the strange. I follow her on Instagram and I don't understand There's the no, pictures that I, she posts. Like, I'm like the, I, I also follow her and I'm just like, what's the point? Like, I, what, what are you doing? I don't understand. And I just love it so much. And like, I love like David Sedaris when he like writes about her and is like, mm-hmm. yeah, she would just buy a fat suit and then just like <laughs> invite her family over and be like, this is me now. And I'm just like, oh, she's so weird. Like. I, I specifically like read his books just to hear like just tidbits get, just of to her. get the Amy stories <laughs> yeah. in there. Um, so then, what got you into doing comedy? Like, what 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 made you think going from being a fan to performing and writing and improving like, and it's actually a not funny story. Oh um, <laughs> no, I will. I always wanted to try doing comedy. Like, I always wanted to try writing sketch comedy because mm-hmm. I loved it so much, and I like. Oh man, my friend, my best friend Kira, who is not like she doesn't do any comedy stuff. She doesn't do like none of my friends are into that. Um, but she would always make fun of me, like when we would watch like movies or like watch like Saturday Night Live or something like that. She'd be like, "Why do you always look like you're like flirting with the TV? <laughs> <laughs> like really like it?" <laughs> I'm like, I would get like too close to it. <laughs> be like, you're just like trying to like seduce the TV. I was like, I don't know. Maybe if I like do that, then I'll be funny. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> ah, you don't know. It's, it, it hasn't worked yet. But um, but so I, so all of my friends don't do any of this. And mm-hmm. when, and my best friend was Kira and we were like inseparable. And all of my friends like after college just started like dating these guys that like they, like now they're all, they all got married this mm-hmm. year that they were all, like, the people that they, like, fell in love with. And, like, Kira and I were kind of, like, the only ones that, like, didn't, like, uh, find anyone. And we were like, yeah, we still have each other. <laughs> and then Kira met the love of her life, and I was like, oh. Well, what do I do? <laughs> I, like, didn't know what to do. <laughs> and I, like, just, like, felt, like, really, like, an outsider of all my friends. And then my cousin was like, I really think that we should try taking an improv class at FIT. Would you do that with me? And I, like, didn't even know what the place was. And I was just like you know what, I literally have nothing else at this point. Like, why not? I'm going to do it. So you didn't know about fit before your cousin brought this up to you? He didn't either. Like, he was just like, like, he knew that he wanted to just try improv, and he knew I wanted to do sketch, and he was like, let's just do an improv class together, and then we can, like, figure it out from there. I was like, yeah, awesome. So I signed up for uh, an improv 101 class, and he never signed up. (laughs) Who was the teacher 101? Just now. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then the timeline of like the rest of your fit so you have 101 just know your cousin flakes on you never never signs up like i'm assuming you've done two three and i've done all of them i literally have taken every class you can all right uh improv 201 who was your mike hockman and 301 um mike marbach four nick gillette did you do the conservatory? Yes, Steve Kleinedler. Okay, and then did you do sketch I classes? Did, I did. I did sketch 101. At the same time, I was doing improv 101, or improv 201. Okay. Um, and I did that with Joe Moore. Okay. And then I did sketch 201, like, the next time it was offered, which was right after I finished 401. Um, and I did that with Paul Trigg. Right. And then I went right into conservatory. Um, I was taking classes for like a year I and say, a half you just did and just like went straight, straight through. through. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then when did this, the iron <laughs> sketch experience 
So Iron Sketch, I like fit fit into the class schedule. So it so I started taking improv classes in March of 2014, and then I took uh, Sketch 101 in like the end of May, so like June 2014, and that finished at the beginning or mid August, I guess it was. Which would or maybe maybe like the beginning of August, which or the week before, because whatever it was, everyone from my class, my class was like Jolie Darrow and Jack O'Keefe and uh, Carolyn Beatty, who uh, had to go back to college, and then like some other old lady. But, um, <laughs> Wait, but it was just like the five of you, or? Yeah. Oh. And we all were like, me, Jolie, and um, Jack all, all just sign- ended up signing up for that uh, Iron Sketch. Yeah, we did Iron Sketch right after. So, like, we took the class and then we're able to, like, put together a sketch show right afterwards. Yeah. And that was a really cool experience. Okay. Then I, like, never looked back. Um, and then, okay, so we did Iron Sketch Water, which would have been uh, September of yeah. 14. Yep. Because I don't know if I don't know if you've experienced this at, as we built up to Iron Sketch 14 to that time. Um, the first time my group met, Robin Williams died. Oh like my that god! Night, like as I was heading to uh, Rob Banowitz's house, I saw my Twitter. I was like, "Why are there so many people tweeting about Robin Williams?" And as I scroll through, I was like, "No!" Oh my god! What? And then the night of the show. Joan Rivers dies, or at least that week. Like, it was that quickly. Was it then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense because then, yeah, because I did the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, in this time of writing this show, two major comedian, like, two major comedian, like, icons have died. Do you think it had anything to do with... I went reading uh, Robin Williams on the way, like taking the train down into the city and like seeing all this stuff. I was like, oh, this is not a good sign at all. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> like comedy is done. We can't be funny. Yeah. Like, well, I, I don't know how anyone can expect us to do anything now that everyone's and I think dead. Half, I think half of that first meeting was just like, man, like I thought he would live forever, but apparently not. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, yeah. that's too morbid to keep going. I can't, we can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't even remember so, okay. that. So oh, that God, was completely what a terrible person. My yeah. team was worrying about the we, dead comedians. We didn't have any of that on us. We lived in a little bubble. <laughs> and we just Didn't pay attention <laughs> to the news at all. <laughs> just our, us. With we our just... little mermaid sketch. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> um, and then, uh, okay, so you... Sketch 101, and then you go into, I think you said 301 after Sketch 101 yes. and Iron Sketch. Where does Barbara Bush fit in? Great question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so right after uh, so right after Sketch 101, I did Iron Sketch uh, in September. And I also, so I'm like such, this is just so my personality. When I do something, I do it like a 100 percent i always want to say a billion percent but that's not like a real thing but like if i could i would give a billion percent like that's what i'm gonna do so i emailed brian kelly well i didn't realize it was brian kelly at the time i emailed iron sketch and i was just like hi i wanted to sign up for iron sketch 
for any time you need someone. Right. <laughs> he was like, you can do one. <laughs> but then they needed people for October. So I did the, I did September and Brian was like, can you do October also? And I was like, I'd love to do October. So I did October <laughs> also. And then my team won in September. So I got to do November because we had one in September. So I literally ha was doing a sketch. So I did a sketch show in September, then October, then November, then Barbara Bush did our Christmas show in December, and then I joined Dog Mountain in January and got to do that. And I like all right, all right, you're, never you're, stuck. You're going too, too many You're going too fast. Okay, yeah. so what was October's Iron October Sketch? October was the phone. Okay, and then who was in that crew? So that was Joe Tuzzi, Dave Hill, Matt Holmes, and our uh, director was uh, Pete Rambo. Okay, and then November was back with um, was back was yeah with Kurt's group and mm -hmm. the water team. What was that? That Do was you remember? the clock and gunshot sound effect. Right. Okay. I'm I'm trying to remember because like I think I saw most of those iron sketches and they all just bleed together at this I point. Know, Even with right? like the specific um, props and everything, they just all they all sound the same to me anymore. Um, but the October team didn't win. No. So you didn't have to like compete against yourself or no. anything. Which, I couldn't even imagine that now. Like, what was I thinking? Well, it was like that time that Brian mentored both teams at the same time. Right. And I just like, like how, how did you do that? Like, have a life. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's that supposed to mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, so where does Barbara Bush? So Barbara Bush, uh, we started doing improv. We decided, maybe it was like September around them, we had decided we wanted to do improv together. Uh, you had taken sketch one with Jolie. Mm -hmm. Did you take any of the improv classes with any other people, or was it no. like, you, like it was just you two connecting with this other group? And I think honestly, so yeah, so like it's kind of funny because like Jolie and I weren't even like really like friends or like that close. Like mm -hmm. we just had taken that uh, sketch class together. Um, and we had been like, I think we were in 301 together and we were definitely in 401 together, but okay. we were on like the same path. Right. Um, and, and I was friends with Catherine from like volunteering and, and Julia too. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I know Julia and Catherine were in the same classes mm -hmm. for most of yes, the. Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, Catherine, Sue, Shauna and Nicole were all in Bishbelda, which okay. was, uh, like a group from their 201 class, I believe. And they wanted to, I think Sue and Catherine wanted like an all woman group. And okay. they were just like, who would we, they were like, it's definitely the four women from Bishbelda. Mm. But they were like, who else? And Catherine uh, rec like suggested Julia and myself. And they wanted, I forget, they wanted to ask like a, like one more they wanted to ask one more person but a lot of people came in pairs or yeah or like trios and so they were like who's somebody that's just like one more person I was like I really like Jolie Darrow I think that <laughs> <laughs> okay um so then uh Barbara Bush is starting up and it's originally as an improv group and just I remember improv. when I talked to Jolie I remember she was she was like we should be writing stuff down, like. Yeah. So what we would just like hang out at my apartment after practice and just, uh, just do bits forever, mm -hmm. or just like talk about our dumb, uh, 
our dumb practice that we had and just like really laugh. And like we would, a lot of us were all, were writing anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jolie and I had talked about wanting to do more sketch and like trying to figure that out. And Jolie had this notebook that she would just like write ideas in and she like hated her job at the time. Actually, she might've just switched jobs, but like, so she would always like have this idea book and she was just like, guys, let's just, yeah, like let's write stuff down. Like, let's just like do, let's just do it. Yeah. Let's do stuff. And Catherine was like, I'm going to email Brian. It was like in the middle of mid November. Yeah. It was like beginning of November or mid November. She was like, I'm going to email Brian and see if we can like get a show up in like December. Right. <laughs> We've all done iron sketch. Like we know how to do a fast we can, show. We yeah. can do this. We can do this. And holidays, schmolidays, right? Like <laughs> we're so, we're really great. And so, <laughs> so we did it and we like forced ourselves to write, it was really hard because like only a few of us could do that first show, but that first mm-hmm. show was just like we were all riding that high so hard that we were like, no, just we keep going. Really, yeah, we really love this. And then, um, what is the difference between writing for Barbara Bush and just as the duo of Jordan and Coley? Like, uh, so other than just there's two people versus se- right, six. totally. We definitely have a different style when we're writing as. Jordan and Coley. Uh, so with Barbara Bush, you write and you submit it. And now we have Shauna as our head writer and she'll give us notes. And it's super helpful to have like focus notes, but like people can give notes and like suggestions mm-hmm. on things, but really you're writing by yourself. And um, y- like, it's, it's kind of your voice and you have to figure out how it fits into the Barbara Bush mm-hmm. voice. With Jordan and Coley, we may write things on our own, but when we like, like we do it two ways. We may write things on our own or have premises that we like pitch to each other um, and like maybe let the other person write or something like that. Um, Or we'll have done a practice and we really liked the scene that we did and one of us will just write it down Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll go from there um, to make it like more sketch, like more like able Mm -hmm. to be performed. Um, But when Jolie and I are editing, we edit together. We go line by line and work on it together. Like we're currently working on this sketch. We put it up once. It got like an eh response. Um, and so we've been working on it for like weeks and we uh, like have fought over a line, like right. just one line for like, I think we fought over it for like three hours the other <laughs> night. Like, uh, if we both don't stand by it, we won't put it up. Like we, we agree on like every single right. thing or we don't agree. And we just like, let it yeah. sit for a little and we come like back. There's to no it. majority but of role. Cause there's only two of you. It's so the you two have of us. And we, everything is like, like this last show that we just did, uh, that we're doing yeah. at fit this okay. week. Um, this was completely written together. Okay. Like we have things that we wrote on our own that we brought together, but we edited everything together. Like it is like, this is very much the two of us did and, it together. And then you guys just went to Austin for yeah. Out of Bounds. Is this the same show? Yes. Or? Well, okay. kind of. So we, we did a mashup of like the show that we did in uh, January and March, like for uh, Good Good and uh, Philly Sketch yeah. Fest. Um, we took a few of those and then we took a few from the trial and error show that we just did. Um, and we like mashed it up and we brought it to okay. Austin to kind of do like a best of or like the things that we really liked the most right. we thought could like 
be great. And like it, it ended up being like a huge, um, like it ended up just being like a bunch of different types of characters. Like we were mm-hmm. just showcasing all of our characters. And we were like, huh, I don't really like character people, but <laughs> look at us. Like, we're we character have, people like, now. Yeah, yeah, we were like, we have a lot of different like voices. Um, And then like you're both nannies, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys have a thing in your show, or at least in the <coughs> the winter spring show. Yeah. Of uh, and I think you guys did it at uh, Black Friday last year yeah, too. Yeah, we did a special show that they of, wrote uh, of stuff that your kids have written, or just like yeah, and that absurd, weird, just like six-year-old humor that doesn't make <laughs> sense at all, but is funny because of that, like. Why? What? Where'd you get the idea to do that specific? Um. So we. So our kids, oh man. Not so much this year, but last year, our kids were very into sketch writing because Jolie was a new. Like Jolie was the new nanny for um the Karanas, and so uh they like loved everything that she did. So they were like, "That's so cool. <laughs> we want to write sketches too." So we would like meet every Thursday, and the kids would just like write together, and I would help. Edward was five at the time the little boy that I nanny and so I would help him like write stuff and mm-hmm. like you just write down what he says word for word and it's like insane <laughs> but um but they had like really great ideas and so they have been working and they built up like a like a packet like they have <laughs> they have so many sketches like Charlotte has the little girl that I watch like has like a notebook of sketches of like just the weirdest things but they're great. But so uh, we were talking about the, like the Black Friday comedy marathon mm-hmm. and the kids were like, we want our we want our sketches put up. We want our sketches put up. And I think Greg was even like, yeah, any, if you want to put your their sketches up, like you could do that. That would be fun. And so we ended up submitting it to Black Friday and um, we got in and we got like a 12, 15 p.m. show that like they they we were in between two stand-ups mm-hmm. so we really like told the parents we we're like do not come in before you this have, time you have and specific. leave directly like okay, exactly so after get to see that they got to see it they took up the like they brought all their friends <laughs> they brought their grandparents <laughs> they brought their friends parents and like they took up like three rows and we had like lights and music in between <laughs> and we had everything we made it like super spe- we had costumes like it was they loved it. They were like crying, laughing. One kid fell out of his seat. Like it was the best thing. And we got it. So then Tom Hannigan uh, edited it from Black Friday and put it, um, like gave me the YouTube link for it. Mm-hmm. So I sent it to their parents. And like Charlotte and I were just like to watch it every once in a while <laughs> just to like see their work. And they can put it on their resume in like 20 years as their comedy exactly. writers. Like yeah. Their first sketch was when they're five years old. So it, when I'm doing the show 20 years from now, I can, you Exa- know, you can get go them. find. Yeah. You can find the Bermans. And oh, the man. I will not be doing this show 20 years from now. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you will. Oh, uh, podcasts won't exist in 20 years. Later. I don't know. Maybe they will. It'll be the only form of entertainment anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so... Uh, and you wrote for Dog Mountain for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, well, how did you get onto that team? Like, uh, Joe Moore. They needed, they needed actors. I mm-hmm. think they needed like uh, more women actors, mm-hmm. and so uh, I had Joe for one hundred and one, and he was like, "Hey, uh, if you, I need help. Yeah, like if you want to be in the show, I thought it was like a one-time thing, and I was like." 
Yeah, for sure. Also, like I like I told you, I had done a show in September, October, She's November, keep, December. Like I had really, going, I really like the the bug bit me. I don't know if that's a saying, whatever. Uh, but I, I like. <laughs> I really, I really loved it, and I really wanted to keep doing it, and so I was like, "Yeah, absolutely!" Like, I'll, but I'm not an, I'm not an actor. You're right. I, like, uh, the only acting experience I have is now being in stuff. sketches. Yeah. And so I was just like, "Yeah, sure, I can do that." And then I was like, <laughs> "What am I doing?" I was like so nervous. I was just like, "I don't know how to act. What am I doing? I'm such a hack!" Like, this <laughs> like, what is the worst? But you eventually got on to the the writing side right or yeah so like, like by the summer i would say by, so we did so then i so then they asked me to be in the show again in like may when they had their second mm-hmm. show and i was just like cool yeah i get to do it again great that's awesome um and then uh joe asked me if i wanted to write with them too because i guess there was a rule at fit that like you have to be in two shows before you can join the writer's room okay i so I'll believe you. So I, I, I don't I, know. I've never I think heard that's that either, what Joe was telling me. So I was just like, yeah, sure. If like, that's the rule. That's the rule. Right. So then I started writing with them and it was, yeah, it was great. It was, I was like, oh, wow. I'm on a real <laughs> team. This is great. A I mean, I guess team, it was on Barbara like, Bush too. I mean, way to call that a team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but you, you're, you're done with that, right? Like, <laughs> offend everyone else. Yeah. You hear that world? <laughs> yeah. Barbara Bush. Wait <laughs> yeah, a, I know. You're not real. As a wow. person, either. Yeah. Um, but you're you're done with Dog Mountain. You've yes moved on. To yes. Just because you're crazy busy anyway. I, I so I guess starting in the at like towards the end of August, I was just like, I'm quitting everything. <laughs> I'm quitting. <laughs> I give up everything. I literally just like started like hacking things out of my life because I because I started working full time. I didn't used to work full time. Right. Now I'm working full time and just being like super. I'm like so crazy that it's just yeah like, because I asked you to do this like three months ago I know, I know. and someone told me oh yeah Courtney's schedule is insane <laughs> so you're not gonna get her <laughs> like, it's the most insane schedule but it's not like that anymore it's getting it's getting better but you okay but you still have Jordan and Coley yes. and Barbara Bush yes. which doesn't perform as much no but we're like, like we still meet you're still working towards something yeah we have a show that we're working towards and you're also on one of the fit house teams for improv yeah hack it, hack it park. park yeah okay so that's a thing that's real yeah. and then I have neighborhood watch still that is my conservatory team okay Tom Hannigan's on that and he's like just just such a delight <laughs> just a real thumbs up guy all around you know i'm gonna edit all that out <laughs> i'm gonna edit together tom hannigan is the worst person ever <laughs> like just do it that way yeah um tom hannigan's quite a monster so you a giggle monster nope giggle's <laughs> not gonna be part of that anymore uh so all right you've been doing uh comedy for a couple years now in in your writing process have you learned anything like any like advice to a new writer any um, something that you've like took have taken with you so far I guess like I don't know that's a funny question um uh, write what you think is funny like I feel I feel like a lot of times I <laughs> maybe this is because I'm not that funny but like I have to like explain what I think is funny yeah. about it you know what yeah. I mean and like and 
when I do that, then it, then I start to second guess myself and I'm like, oh no, this isn't good. And then mm -hmm. I backtrack and I change everything and then it's not what I want it to be and I get mad at myself. Just write what you think is funny and then just like, if people aren't understanding it, then just make it clearer yeah. is the thing. Like don't back off what you're writing because like there's a reason that you wrote it down. Like that's Jolie's biggest thing, which I like take away a lot because she's like, there's a reason that you wrote this down and like put it down on paper. So right. if people aren't understanding that, that doesn't mean that you have to change it to what people want it to be. Just figure you, out how to you make just your might idea. Have to provide a little context around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Make your idea clearer. I am like a, I'm a person that goes off on tangents in mm -hmm. my sketches and like finally like when I get to the end I'm like oh this is the thing that I like. So it's like now cut all of that crap out yes, in the beginning. Yeah. Move that up to the top and then do your sketch. Yeah. Uh, we had that experience at SketchUp a couple weeks ago. A guy brought in a sketch and I was talking to Brian Kelly afterwards. He was like that last line is what the sketch is about. Everything else before that is nothing. Right. Like I was like yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> and like sometimes it just happens. Yeah, like, and then um, other than all your friends getting married and you need something else to do, why do you do comedy? I really, I really love comedy. There, it makes me feel really good when, uh, like, I don't like. I usually am in my sketches that right. I write, but actually, um, for Dog Mountain in the fall. I wrote a sketch uh, called News Jams that I wasn't in, and I just got to watch, and it's just pure insanity. Mm -hmm. It's just people lip-syncing to the news and then just, like, having a freak-out and just, like, dancing like crazy people on it's just, like, like, air horns and, like, lights everywhere, and it's insane. And it made me feel so good to be able to watch something that I wrote right. and to have people laugh at it and to enjoy it. And I was just like, okay. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, I like that feeling of people, like, getting joy out of something that I've created. Mm -hmm. I also just like the creative aspect right. of it. I really enjoy just writing things, but I like when people can share in my sense of humor mm. and just like get it. I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like I'm connecting with people without having to actually talk to people. <laughs> Weird. I think someone else said that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, like, yeah, it's a great way to talk. Uh, uh, Vince de Costanza was like, yeah, it's a great <laughs> way to connect with people without ever touching them. I was like, yeah. works for me. Yeah. All right, so you have a show to to do so you're gonna go and rehearse so yeah because this is actually gonna go up tomorrow morning oh really yeah oh awesome so this is we're bomb gonna, we're gonna say goodbye okay all right all right well thank you bye go. bye courtney painter can be seen next as jortney and coley with courtney and jolie on September 15th and 16th at 9 p.m. at the Philly Improv Theater. Pleasure Blimp will be opening for them. Also, Courtney is a member of the Fit House team Hackett Park, which can be seen Wednesdays at Fit. And I've been told that there's a new Barbara Bush show on the, the horizon in the next couple of months, so keep an eye out for that. My First Sketch is a Philly Sketch Fest production. You can find out more information at phillysketchfest.com or on Twitter at phlsketchfest. Also, for more information about comedy in Philly, head to watercooler.com. The music on this episode is by the band Nono, which you can check out at nonoband.bandcamp.com. Like my first sketch on Facebook to keep up with who I'll be talking to next and future live shows. This is Josh Hyam. Thanks for listening. Now go see some comedy.